Good morning, 738 News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and Chip Simmons, the Scammy County Sheriff, is with us. Chip, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, so, interestingly, you know, you and I are talking about this real briefly off the air, and I know law enforcement types never want to celebrate a good thing because you feel like that's going to jinx it somehow. But right. even though there have been gun incidents, shootings, drive-bys, and you know, people hurt, you told me something that it surprised me, and it's my job to know this stuff. What's true since November? Uh, well, we haven't had a homicide since uh, right around, I think it's 25th of November was the last homicide we've had. So we're coming up on two months. Yeah, you know, again, we don't want to jinx things. Sure. I don't know that I'm a believer in the jinx. Exactly. But I mean, I yeah. do think, I do believe in, and tell people what's going on. And, and we'll have this discussion tomorrow. Coincidentally, we'll have the gun crimes uh, or gun uh, Violence round table, table. Mm-hmm. Cut, you know, tomorrow. And we'll we'll discuss some successes and, and, and why that is. Yeah. You know, is it luck? Is it is it based on some of the policies that we've put in place, some of the efforts that we've done? Uh, probably a little bit of everything. No, and, and we're, we'll talk a little, well, I guess we'll talk about it now. But the, if people want to attend, the public is not just allowed to attend, but I think they're going to be able to speak at this one. Is that right? Yeah, the plan is, well, after the first one, let me back up a little bit. After the first one, people say, hey, you know what, I, I'd like the cards where we can give comments or ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we wouldn't I wouldn't mind having a chance to to speak to the yeah. group and some things that we've seen work and do not work. I said, you know what? I, let's let's do that. Let's let's set aside the first thirty minutes or so. Um, depends on who, how many people want to talk, and then we'll allow them an opportunity to to speak if they if they have a, a story that they want to relay and and you know maybe a personal story or or something that was working. Then we'll be glad to discuss that and let the, give them an opportunity to talk about that. We have a a round table because I'm, I'm a fan of efficiency and making sure that we, we waste people's time and we just talk about things that are important and come away thinking that we've actually done something. Sure. So I, 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 if you let everyone talk and, you know, for as long as they want to, then sometimes time gets away when you're there for four hours, like some of our, some of our commission. And I am aware that meetings, meetings that don't have as strict of a time structure sometimes do go a little longer. Yes. Yeah. So I think we'll have a little bit of both. We'll, we'll obviously have some cards there. So if people don't get a chance to talk, they can still, if it's really important to them, they can. And uh, we write those down and we can discuss those as we as we get moving. But we look to have pretty much the same the same group that we had last time carry on with the conversations that we had, uh, you know, last year. And and again, go over some of the things that, that we had talked about, uh, the real time crime center, the shot spotter, some of those mm-hmm. things that we talked about that were still in, in the works. Now we can give an update on where we're at with those things. Yeah, no, I look forward to it. Again, it's going to be tomorrow night at uh, Brownsville Community Center, 530? Right, 530 if you want to talk, and we're going to probably kick off. We'll all be there at 530. Okay. And then we'll probably look to kick off the, the our conversation portion at about 6 o'clock. Very or good. Or so. Uh, back to things that are going on, just, you know, crimes uh, and that. Even though, again, no homicide, we did have a shooting. Somebody got shot on Saxon Street. Is that right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, we got a call of a of a shots fired disturbance. When we get on on Saxon Street, we find out that there was a victim of of what appeared to be an aggravated battery. Someone had hit this individual with an item. While we're there, we find out that another individual shows up at West Florida Hospital with a, a gunshot wound or two. And so during the investigation, we found out that the person that was at West Florida Hospital with uh, gunshot wounds was the person that battered. The, the other person. So we have one person was battered with an item and that person was shot with a, with a firearm. So 
uh, the, the individual that, that was shot uh, is going to be charged, and we're still investigating all the details around it. So the, the, the person that shot him was, was a victim of an aggravated battery. Okay, so the, the, the male was being physically violent against the victim, a female, I presume, or we can't, don't say, can't say. Yeah, it's know. a domestic okay, situation, yes, okay. so I can't talk about uh, Yeah, that. right. Uh, but then she um, shot him, and so he's going to be the one charged because she was acting essentially in self-defense in a domestic violence situation or something like that. Yeah, and from my understanding, it's a, a an age difference, so it may not okay. be a, the, the, the type of romantic domestic situation domestic. you're talking about. Okay. But I will tell you that, yes, uh, an individual was, was the victim of an aggravated battery. That individual um, shot Got it. her assailant or All his right. assailant, whoever, whichever way it worked. Um, but yeah, so we're still working on it, and and like you said, we can we're going to determine whether it was reasonable, mm-hmm. and and or not. And if it was reasonable, then there'll be no additional charges. If it was not reasonable, then obviously we'll 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 uh, charge people accordingly. We had a a story. Sometimes a story will shock you or shocks me. I'll just speak for myself because it's so just horrid. Even though in the grand scheme of the harm that it does to somebody, it may not be as bad, but it's just awful and this was a case where we had well you had a man who's been charged with using an elderly woman abusing her and using her to like turning her over and using her to mop up urine on the floor is that what the story is i mean this is an awful thing to imagine sadly that's that's the that's what happened Um, we get the report that a caregiver uh, had been had been abusing the individual that they were supposed to be giving care to, Ugh. and um, there were there was surveillance video inside the the home, and there was an argument and uh, a disagreement to say the least. And then this this guy, he um, he grabbed her and then he he used her to mop up the, the it was a dog urine I think that was on the floor that that started this this argument. And it's just it, um, I happen to see the video. And it angers me yeah. to no end. But Well, for a caregiver, I mean, it, the thing in itself, but for somebody who's tasked with the care of an elderly person in addition to the horrific thing itself. Well, I mean, clearly you shouldn't be a caregiver. Um, right. Uh, secondly, you you know, uh, the the level of, you know, human concern is, is, mm-hmm. is questionable in this case right there. And anyways, we arrested the the guy and uh and he'll he'll have to you know face these charges and and again it's just i there's no words you can describe how you feel about people that do this to another right. person especially to someone that's that's elderly and and to, get, to me it makes it worse you know because they're they're in a vulnerable position anyways right. it's children or elderly it's just that they're to me they're extra vulnerable they should we should use extra care um, with with these individuals um you know at first of all as a level of respect and then just as a as a basic human being um, but again, um, he's been charged, and he will he'll face the he'll face justice. I do have just a quick follow up on that, but before I do that, let's get Candy in here with traffic on the fives. Candy um, on Magritte's because I've looked it up in Vegas. <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, it's such a horrible story though. Uh, truck hit a power pole at Gold Beach Highway in Magritte's in the Big Lagoon area. That power line's down. The road is blocked, so that's the the holdup you're seeing. Try to avoid the area if you can. And four three seven sixteen twenty. You can uh, text if you see an accident or a slowdown. News Radio ninety two three informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Sheriff Simmons. So this. This story, was it in her home? Was it in some kind of a uh, facility environment? Because if there was a camera, it was in her home. But she had cameras inside? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, and, And apparently he knew about the cameras. 
And, and again, that's my opinion, but clearly didn't care. Right. Wow. Okay. But that's, I mean, I, so I have always said that I, I don't love the idea of the inside the house camera because of privacy concerns. Right. But, and I've talked to you about this before, from a law enforcement perspective, many times cases have been far easier to resolve or just to figure out what happened because of in-home cameras, right? Well, I think in this case, my understanding is that the family of the, the elderly individual was, was one of the cameras in there just to, to monitor what's, oh, okay. what's going on with their with their loved one. Because and, she needed and, care, right, therefore she needed monitoring. Sort of okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that makes sense. You also have, um, you've kind of been involved in a case where you're trying to keep somebody who shot a deputy in jail uh, the insanity defense is being offered as a possible way to try to get this person out of jail. And uh, somehow or other, you've kind of been dragged into this, I guess. What's going on here? Well, I mean, dragged into it. We had one of our deputies uh, a couple of years ago. We, we, we were called to a, an individual's house, and he was just seeking assistance. And we had two deputies arrive. Uh, they knocked on the front door. They showed up in the marked cruiser car. Mm -hmm. And um, then one went to the side carport door and one went around to the other uh, side of the house. We're looking to help. You know, we, we get a call and we're looking to help. And when uh, the deputy went to the side carport, uh, went to the door, the door opened, and this individual shot our deputy four times. So hit him four times. Hit him in the arm, in the back, in the chest, and, and in the head. Um, that We were able to return fire, uh, injuring the suspect. And anyway all this has been going on and now we're at a point where it's it's before the judge and i thought that uh, i should i should give my opinion so i wrote a letter asking the judge to consider you know not allowing this individual back into our community well i understand mental health concerns i i, I really do um you know if you recall we're one of the only two agencies that have mental health response unit that, that's uh you know coming around in the state entire state of florida however I have to look after my deputies. I have to look after the safety of our citizens. And, and you know, there's some, you know, one individual, I guess the, the, the defense attorney um, took offense to my opinion. But, I mean, if he can have opinion, I can have opinion. As a citizen um, and as um, a sheriff. Yeah, right. right. And, and the decision's not been made. That's why it's going before the judge. So I, I simply wrote a letter. It wasn't anything. I'm not criticizing anyone. I wasn't criticizing the, the attorney, the judge, the system or anything, at least not yet. And, and I just wanted my opinion heard. I feel like I have to stand up for our, for our deputies. Sure. And, and my concern is that the next time, um, you know, an individual like this, if you were to out, out in our community, calls for help. I mean, who's going to go? We're going to have to go. And, or uh, a paramedic's going to have to go. A firefighter's going to have to go. And, and, and that's only if the situation is at their home. It, it it could be you know out in a store somewhere too right. so it just it was just a concern and 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 i let my opinion be known that's it, i'm not okay i wasn't elected to be quiet about things that, that, <laughs> that, that protect my community i wasn't and, uh, elected so to be I don't quiet do that. It's just, oh my god uh <laughs> i'm thinking of grady judd elected to be quiet um hey a quick good news note you guys graduated five um uh guardians from the program training program right right yeah we have a uh really a, a coordinated effort with the school district where we train by statute the sheriff's office has to train the guardians so we train the guardians and they place the guardians in schools um where, where there are not uh school resource officers and right. sometimes where there are you know we, we don't talk about exactly which school has resource officers right. which ones have guardians and which ones have both uh, or which ones have two deputies you know two deputies right. that, are, that are there so uh, it's just a, a supplement to the to the safety for our school children and, and we'll always i will always 
um, you know, side with the safety of our children. More know. trained armed people who can defend our kids. I'm, you know, that's exactly. good. In fact, that's even why we're looking for this real-time crime center where we can tap into every school, you know, so we'll know real-time what's going on in the school so we can better our response. And for the first time in a couple of years, yesterday you got to put on the uh, the big black cowboy hat and give out some beads to uh, some parade attendees yesterday, yeah, right? Yeah, we had MLK parade. Yeah, um, you know, we, we we I didn't put the hat on for for that specific one. We wear those hats for for a number of different occasions, but it was it was good to be out. The weather was perfect, um, and it was it was it was fairly well attended. And and like you said, they had they had put this off for a couple of years because of COVID, and it was good to be back. We had the prayer breakfast on Saturday. I was fortunate to attend and give remarks, and then we had this, uh, you know, the, the the actual parade yesterday. So it was, it was just a good day. Very good. Well, Sheriff Chip Simmons, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. Uh, thanks for doing what you do for our community. We we'll look forward to the gun violence roundtable discussion tomorrow night at Brownsville Community Center. You bet. Y'all take care.